0: Break out your library, cord, cord. Because <laughs> reading is what? Fundamental. Read. Honey. What? Fundamental. Fun, yes, queen, yes, queen, yes, queen. What? Yes, fun. Now, ch- ch- check that. Yeah! I'm a grown woman. Hey, I could do it if I want. All right, guys, do not judge me on my singing. I know I'm not no Beyonce, but you know, this book, Grown Woman, makes me think of that song. Anyways, so today, you guys, welcome back. We are going to be doing a review on Grown by Tiffany D. Jackson. Now, I must place a trigger warning. This book was incredibly hard to read. There's mentions of sexual abuse, rape, assault, child abuse, kidnapping, and addiction. So if this is not the book for you or this book is hard for you to... Um, not relate to because I feel like everybody can relate to one aspect of the book but if it's too much for you babe click off and probably listen to the song of Achilles that I'm going to be doing next now grown by Tiffany D Jackson I'm just gonna read the summary that is on Goodreads and then I will dig deeper into it so author tiffany d jackson delivers another ripped from the headlines mystery that exposes horrific secrets hiding behind the limelight and embraces the power of a young woman's voice When legendary mm, (laughs) r&b artist cory fields spots enchanted jones at an audition her dreams of becoming a famous singer take flight until enchanted wakes up with blood on her hands and zero memory of the previous night who killed cory fields Before there was a dead body, Enchanted's dreams had turned into a nightmare. Because behind Corey's charms and star power was a controlling dark side. Now he's dead and the police are at the door and all signs point to Enchanted. So now I must say that this this summary is a bit mm, stretched. It's not really an accurate description of the book. There are aspects of it, but I don't think it does it well so now let's do my review honey um i know someone said someone said that i uh uh, well not someone emma said that i am speaking too fast i guess i was really nervous and i am still very nervous with this and i will try my best to uh talk slower i'm today i'm not reading off of anything so i'm hoping it would be a little bit more organic and I just kind of want this podcast to be a uh, friends catching up. And I'm like, hey, I'm telling you about this book I read. Um, you can read it too if you'd like. If not, it's all good kind of thing. So I just want it to be like two friends catching up. I'm your homegirl. You know what I mean? You haven't seen me. I'm telling you about a book I read. The end. So today it's about grown, obviously. Um, so I would say from this summary uh it is about enchanted jones attention jones is a young girl she is i think 17 in the beginning of the book she lives with her parents and her siblings which she calls the littles and she babysits often her parents are hard-working black people uh the book the, basically the book the only reason why i picked up the book honestly is the cover the cover is a yellow background with a beautiful melanated chocolate queen on the cover with a buzz cut and a fade and gold earrings that say grown I'm sorry this this cover grabbed my attention like no other I said yes I am reading that I didn't even read the summary I said I am reading this this cover is beautiful and I am addicted So yes, it does follow Enchanted Jones. It starts off with her at a swim meet and um, she is at school. She's in high school. Uh, Like I said, she is in a two-parent household. Her parents are hardworking African-American parents who are trying to make the best for their children, trying to make do. They're not incredibly well off. They are actually in a house that they <laughs> scraped tooth and nail to get it also has her grandma in it but her mom and her grandma are not really close so the only reason why i mentioned her grandma is because her grandma helps her find her voice in the end but she was not really much into the in the book so the parents the, i think the dad is a postal worker if i'm not being confused and the mom is a nurse who they're really just trying to do what's best for their children they send their children off to a school that has children who are well off they have a lot of money and it shows often when Enchanted and her sister are not able to do the things that the other students are able to do the Enchanted makes excuses and says like oh my mom is going to bring the money on Friday and one of the girls I don't know if her name is Melanie or something like that some M name was like well if you guys don't pay then we are not going to let you go on and she's like girl I just said my mom's gonna pay you on Friday. I got, <laughs> I laughed at that point because that was my upbringing too. I would tell people to, yeah, I'm coming, I'm coming, and then beg my mom to, for her to try to scrape some things together to let me go and pay for trips and etc so i understood that part enchanted so enchanted then tricks her mom says that there's a swim meet and she goes to a audition like kind of like an american idol version of of an audition a singing competition because enchanted she can sing honey so enchanted goes there led by bt and in walks in the devil (laughs) but i'll I'll get to the i'll get to it later so Corey fields the devil like i said comes in and everybody's going crazy because he is this big r&b artist he's famous Enchanted is like holy shit. Like I can't believe he's here, and she gets nervous. She doesn't succeed in the audition. They tell her, "Yeah, it's a you have a great and beautiful voice, but the song is just too old for you." I think she sang Aretha. Um, so they say come back next year. So while she was in the back room, Corey Fields comes up to her and gives her his number, which is odd because Homeboy is like twenty eight and she's seventeen. So. <laughs> red flag number one can you say that afterwards cory field starts texting her he tells her not to tell her parents obviously manipulation factor number one and he just starts texting her trying to build a relationship and a friendship with her trying to gain this poor 17 year olds trust and he does quickly after Corey field says that he's going on tour and he wants enchanted to go on tour with him his her mom doesn't want her mom is a bit mm, let's not do that in the beginning but afterwards her mom gives in obviously as mothers do they just want the best for their child and want their child to be happy and enchanted was really wanting to sing at that point and go on tour so she allows it and she signs a paper to the Devil number two, Jessica, who is Corey Fields' right hand man. So they go on tour and quickly, Enchanted realizes that the man of her dreams, the one that she fell in love with, is not who he says he is. It turned into, again, trigger warning, guys. It turns into this horrific cycle of gaslighting, manipulation, and right out abuse from emotional abuse mental abuse and physical abuse the first thing that he does is separate communication from her with her family her parents can't get a hold of her it's just it's a lot it it was it was very disheartening to hear some of the things that he was saying to her it kind of reminded me of um i don't know if you guys know kelly Rowland's album where she sings uh dirty laundry that's what it is dirty laundry And she goes don't nobody love you but me not your mama not your daddy and especially not be so basically these abusers put in your mind a, a, a painted false painted memory of your relationships with your loved ones they basically say he basically convinces enchanted that her parents didn't want her and that he's paying for her parents to keep her with him and he's paying her parents helping them with tuition for her siblings which is a huge thing that um enchanted wants to continue to happen because she really cares about the littles as she calls them and she i guess continues on with the abuse it's, it's really sad so how he got her trust in the first place was of course those text messages and how he was like Always there for her whenever she wanted because in the beginning there was an issue when she went to I think like a prom or a formal and there was this guy who tried to take advantage of Enchanted when when he was a bit drunk and she called Corey and Cole, Corey got her a car, brought her back to his place and was incredibly hurt that a guy would try to take advantage of of enchanted and he was consoling her and he was being like the perfect gentleman and that was a way to win her trust and another way was he sang at her formal basically called her a friend and it it was it was manipulation tactics 101 honestly this man graduated and he wrote the thesis of that so quickly after after he separated communication between her and her parents and her mom couldn't get a hold of her and he he kind of kind of made that relationship strained she felt like now she could not uh contact her parents anymore because of how her parents how she treated her parents especially when she finds out that her dad was beaten up and roughed up by corey field's bodyguards and friends so afterwards to me the abuse gets worse in the book she calls him multiple times jekyll and hyde he tells her that no one's gonna love him her like how he loves her no one's gonna love him his grandma didn't even love him he he gets into this girl's little girl's mind and throughout the book i kept on telling myself no baby no your parents love you your friends love you i i i i felt like a huge weight on me because i was like no (laughs) as if i got so connected to this fictional character To the point there was times where i was actually tearing up i said no this is absolutely disgusting don't listen to him baby you are beautiful he changed her whole appearance when they went on tour he made her wear a long uh hair when she had a buzz cut he he just ruined her image her he made her insecurities uh heightened this man was the devil guys it was absolutely disgusting So right after the abuse, he would make her, he would close the room on her multiple times, not let her eat for multiple days. He would tell her to pee and use the bathroom with an ice bucket. It was just horrific. He would beat her and he got her addicted to this purple drink. So I'm thinking it's codeine. He got her addicted to the purple drink and every time he beat her, he would bring her the purple drink to soothe her and she just wanted to drink that purple drink to kind of, you know, Forget about her worries and forget about the situation that she's in. She would be locked into the room for like four or five days, not being able to eat. All they ate was fast food, so she was severely malnourished. In the middle of the book, there was a moment where there was this lawsuit against him, and he told her, "No, that lawsuit is completely false, and don't listen to this lawsuit. That girl is just after money." Like normal abusers do, they try to paint the other person as horrifically as they can possibly do. So Jessica, let me get back to Jessica. Jessica being his right-hand man, uh, she's also... No one knows what how old she is, but she's Corey Field's little dog. He tells her what to do and she does it with no objection. And she treats Enchanted horribly. Like If you're seeing a man beat on a woman, not even a woman, a child, a little girl... And he's beating on her and drugging her. And while he's drugging her, he's also trigger warning, raping her and videotaping this rape, which comes out later in the book where um, it's exposed and he he tries it as a one last resort into getting Enchanted's uh, head again. She sees all this and she sees all this happening and she does not give a shit. She just continues doing what he does. She's the one who brought the ice bucket first. She's the one who brings her these meals that people eat after, she's she was fucking psychotic, honestly, but I didn't even think that she was being abused in the beginning because I'm like, it could be intense Stockholm syndrome and she's doing intense reaction formation. Uh, using that as a psychological defense against Mr. Corey Fields and Mr. Corey Fields pays her absolutely no mind so we get to the part where Enchanted finally after m- I think months upon months of abuse has finally had enough and the moment she finally has enough is when he threatens to get her sister to come on tour with him and that's when she's like absolutely not because she met one of the girls Amber who she was on this american idol competition with um who he was also abusing and having sex with and raping so she's like this is obviously true what people say about this man and how he manipulated me and 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 drugged me and and beats me every day is not something i'm going to allow to happen to my younger sister so i get, the love that she felt for her sister was finally the love that Allowed her to break free and they're on a flight. I don't know where they're going, but they're on a flight and the flight attendant is asking Enchanted, are you okay? Do you need help? Are you okay? And I love this flight attendant. It kind of reminded me of that flight attendant who was on um this plane where this girl was being sex trafficked and she wrote help me in the bathroom and she actually did that was a beautiful story too it's on google i think you guys can search it up so she finally helps enchanted and enchanted goes to the police with her mother and her mother and her father oh my god my heart i was just crying at this point her dad was like her dad was kind of giving enchanted space and she thought he was ashamed of her so she asked him one day to cut her hair and she she just burst out into tears and she's like I'm sorry dad and he's like no you're there's no need for you to be sorry you should not be sorry for what a grown man has done for to you and I just love how so Supportive and understanding and compassionate her parents were as parents should be and her mom was by her side and throughout the PTSD and throughout the nightmares that she was having her parents were just always there and always supportive and always at her beck and call and I was just very fortunate that she had that type of people in her corner because this baby has been through a lot in the book. So they go to the police and like police do It's horrible in the book they say she quotes malcolm x by saying the most disrespected woman in in america is a black woman and that is that comes true because when they go to the police the police don't even care he's kind of putting the blame on enchanted to the point where her mom was like fed up and was like are you even hearing yourself because there was a moment where the police her father sent the police to corey fields mansion to do a wellness check and because she was afraid for her life he because he threatened her family as well obviously as fear tactics he would tell her oh i'm going to kill your family i'm going to kill your parents i'm going to kill you you're never going to leave me um so in the in the book when the police came to do wellness check the door opened slightly and she knew why the door opened slightly let's be real she knew it was him behind the door and he basically instilled this fear into her so much to the point where when they were doing the wellness check she said i am completely okay so the police threw that back in her face and she's like she was afraid what type of young woman what type of young girl i keep saying young woman because in the book he kept on calling her a woman but what type of young girl would subject herself to peeing and using the toilet on an ice bucket and not eating for days and physical abuse and and being locked in a room with nothing to do and having your dreams held on this man manipulated even her family and been even her parents because the point where the police was like you signed over a temporal custody to this woman and you signed over like a contract saying that they own the rights to her music for so and so years, and she's like, "I never even knew that." Uh, Jessica just told me it was the run of the mill contract, and the mom completely believed that because if you're not in the industry, how would you know? Now, I must say, this book was really reminding me or mimicking R. Kelly. It, I know in the book, Tiffany Jackson in the end says this book this has nothing nothing to do with R. Kelly, but. <laughs> it was very, very, very similar <laughs> to the surviving R. Kelly documentary. If you guys watched it, the parents, the girls, how he kept them in the room, how he would threaten them with their videos, their their sex tapes, and pee on them, and it was it was extremely similar. Even though Tiffany Jackson said a point of fiction, and there was no resemblance to the story, there really was. So in the end, when she escapes and she does press conference and she's telling her story and a woman tries to attack her a woman that Corey Fields also did what he did the same thing that he did to her tries to attack her she goes to the support group where he did this to multiple women which was extremely extremely disheartening and there was a moment where in the book I thought she was going a bit mad as well because no one knew of her friend uh, Gabriella, I think her friend. Um, she described her. They went to school together, but no one knew her, and no one. So the police was like, "Yeah, no, this girl's going crazy." So she, we, we might not believe her because we can't even find her friend. All because her friend was also <laughs> fearing for her life. Corey Fields threatened her friend, and and her boyfriend and put her friend into hiding and finally when her friend comes enchanted has like kind of a small panic attack where she's like you're not real you're not real because I would I would honestly think that she was not real too for a moment there I was like yo is enchanted just dreaming this up because how Tiffany wrote it it was brilliant enchant she goes to Corey Field's house to for him to stop stalking her and for him to just leave her and her family alone and while she's there he's wearing this watch she gets there he gives her her a purple drink again even though she went through freaking withdrawal so she takes it because obviously if something's gonna make you feel good it's gonna make you feel good and plus she was nervous i'm pretty sure she so she drinks the purple drink and she wakes up to Corey right next to her her father banging on the door at the hotel room and blood everywhere and she's like what the hell just happened i said that too enchanted baby i said that too i said who killed this man did you kill him for a moment there i was happy that (laughs) i was like yes baby kill that man after what he put you through but um obviously she's not that type of person and it wasn't her but she gets arrested and she gets charged and um her new manager tells her that she has to turn herself in and she says okay but then she realizes the watch that his grandma gave him that he never took off throughout all the times that they were together even the times where he was punching her she would just remember that watch she noticed that when he was laying right next to her bloody the watch wasn't there and that helps her find out who killed Quarry Fields from their I personally me thought that it was one of the girls in the support group trying to save Enchanted because they knew Enchanted didn't kill him as well but um we quickly realized that it wasn't none of them it was spoiler alert Jessica Jessica that bitch along with um her co-conspirator the guy's father, Enchanted's friend's father, I don't remember his name. It was them. And Enchanted being a baby, she's still a child. She calls Jessica, what would you and I do after years and years of watching Law and Order Criminal Minds? Like I would not call Jessica, I would not say, Hey, Jessica, do you know that his wife was missing? I would not do that. Because pff, baby, jessica did exactly what she was supposed to do and she told the father not to wear the watch again after enchanted seeing the watch on him at a post at a press conference for the new documentary that they were releasing on corey fields so the next time she's seen that father guy i really don't remember his name guys but the next time she seen him he wasn't wearing the watch so she's like yeah okay so i'm pretty sure the watch they didn't get rid of the watch so it's probably at his house so she goes to the friend and um, the day that she was supposed to turn herself in and the friend has been so supportive to uh, Enchanted. Um, he was there when Corey was trying to beat her up and he kind of like saved her. But even though he tr- saved her, she still got the beating because Enchanted was not allowed to talk to anybody, honey. Afterwards, she sees that she goes to his house. When she goes to his house, she notices, she goes into his bedroom, she looks at all the drawers, everything, she can't find it. Um, And I think she finds it later on and they realize it was them too. They get charged for it jessica wanted to inherit all of corey fields things because corey fields didn't have any family and mr father guy wanted his documentary to be a success so it was a win-win situation for both of them and they both loved each other and he would do a, the, the son Enchanted's friend said that his father would do anything for jessica so obviously He's the one who killed him and Jessica was the only one who knew Enchanted was coming to that hotel room that day and they pinned it on Enchanted. So that was the story and Enchanted finally finds her voice by her grandma saying she was obsessed with the little mermaid and her grandma was like, you know, the princess finds herself and the princess finds her own voice and that was beautiful her grandma really helped her and her mom and her dad were freaking amazing and the littles even though her younger sister went through a lot after like you know the sex tape was released and her sister was at Corey field with Corey fields and people were just confused at the relationship her sister went through a lot during high school because high school can be brutal guys I'm, i'm my high school was brutal like high school children are menaces so uh, her sister went through a lot but her sister forgave her and Enchanted was with a new management and she was continuing her lifeline dream and I'm glad that she could still continued to follow her dream of singing no matter how much Corey Fields tried to stop that so that is the review for I'm a grown woman if you don't like my singing you are anti-black now (laughs) No, I'm just joking. But yeah, so that is the review for Grown by Tiffany D. Jackson. Again, guys, thank you guys so much for listening. I see, I check my dashboard every single day and I see who's the ones who are listening and where y'all from. And I'm so excited to continue this journey with you guys. And if you guys want me to review any other book, please let me know. You guys could email me at w r e a d t-o-o at gmail.com read too, and that is the same handle as my twitter so tweet me message me do whatever you want baby because i am going to reply i will reply best believe that so thank you guys for listening again i love you see you later adios yeah!